Hi everyone, this is the Lewis Street Podcast and you're listening to your host, Lewis Street. First off, let's just do a happy Mother's Day and I hope all the women out there had an amazing International Women's Day last week. What? Now, this... Um, I will end with a poetry. I will end with a Mother's Day poetry before this podcast is over. But what I really want to touch upon is Sarah Everard. Um, This is a woman that was killed by a Metropolitan Police officer. Um, Sarah was from South London. I'm not too sure the details of the case. But there was a, supposed to be a vigil or some sort of memorial um, last night, and it turned into uh, it turned into a riot. Um, now, women just went there to pay their respects to a woman that was killed by a police officer, and to bring awareness on women not being protected as much as they should by the law and by society itself. Um, I haven't done the statistics on this, um, but I do know um, that a lot of domestic violence is not taken as seriously as maybe, well, let's rephrase that, domestic violence isn't taken as seriously as it should be. And I know there's been a lot of movements alongside that um rape cases i know a lot of women that get raped end up not reporting it or feeling like the victim when they do and the stuff they have to go through just to get someone a man convicted for this and you know there's a lot of issues um regarding women which i'm sure a woman could explain it better than i can but the point i'm making is this a woman, let's like, let's just forget for one second about whether you're a man or you're a woman, whether you're gay, lesbian, rights, no rights. Let's just forget for one second and let's just get to the essence of what has happened here. A woman was killed by a metropolitan police officer. Okay? And... You know, we've got groups that come out now and they want to use this to push for safe for this and let's do that. And great, that's magnificent. But let's not take away from the fact that a woman was murdered by the very institute that's supposed to protect her. Okay? The very people that we ring when we're in trouble and need help are now the murderers. Now... We can't make out that this is new. In America, it happens every day. You know, in England, it's a bit more discreet, but nevertheless, it happens all the time. But now, and you know what? I'm going to be very careful the words I say here, but the Metropolitan Police has been doing this for a long time. And, you know, um, killing people and getting away with it, okay? This this person officer has been arrested. He's at the Old Bailey on Tuesday, and I've got no doubt in my mind he will be um, punished to the fullest of our laws, okay? But if you cannot trust a policeman in uniform, yeah, who can we trust? 
that's the issue that we need to look at. We need to look at policing as a whole. And yes, listen, um, there were some heavy tactics yesterday. And because of this whole COVID regulations and how people don't understand it and it's so, it's so varied and you can make it mean whatever you need it to mean at any particular time. And I put that on the government. The government should be clear. 100% on these rules and if anyone was breaking those rules yesterday then fair enough to get arrested but this was an event that was being tried to be planned beforehand with the Metropolitan Police which they did not do okay which considering it was one of their own one of their own is the reason for this death you would have thought they would have found some leeway okay but they didn't Okay, now I don't know what the issues are with that, but let's just say those are COVID regulation issues and they had to do what they need to do for the law. Okay, I saw criminal damage against police vehicles and that, and that, you know, cannot be um, justified in any way. Okay, but we've got these groups coming out now like, yes, we want new laws, new this. No, we need a reform of our police force. Yeah, that institution is rotten. Okay, and not that. And let me just rephrase this the people that work in it, they're not rotten, it's the regulations and the rules and the institute that is rotten and needs to be gutted and refixed and refurbished. Okay, that's the best way I can put it. I know officers that are great people and you get officers that are horrible people you get that in all strokes of society but when you're a police officer you're held to a higher standard than your average person in society okay you have sworn an oath yeah right to keep the law yeah and what is it protect serve and protect and you know to me I don't, uh, it blows my mind, yeah, and this is coming from somebody that's been to prison, this is coming from somebody, I've done crime in my past, okay, so I ain't, um, I ain't siding with the police at all, yeah, but I tell you what, yeah, when I'm in trouble, or when we're in trouble, or when our ass get burgles, or when we get in trouble, um, get a crime committed against us, they're the first people we call, now, what happens when you can't call them now? What happens when you see a policeman on the street at night and you are too scared to approach them? You turn the other way because you might get murdered? It blows my mind. And it used to be just us black society that got this. I mean, I used to get beaten up by the police all the time. I used to get stop and search and just put in a police cell when I didn't do nothing. I still get stopped now just because I got a hood up when it's cold. Okay? So to me, this is this is all this is not new. This has been going on for a long time. But it's now it seems like um and I'm trying to be delicate the way I put it, but it seems like white society of a more middle and upper class are now feeling the effects of police brutality and what it's like to be, um, to be, uh, oh God, I'm trying to find the right word. Let's just use the word harassed by the police, okay? Now, whether you're black, white, Asian, it doesn't matter. 
Are we supposed to all fear a policeman when we see one now? This guy was a police officer for four years. So what was he doing all these years before? So he didn't go, how, what's, this rec- what's the recruitment requirements for a police officer now? What, can I just go down the road and say, look, listen, I've t- I haven't committed crime for 10 years. I haven't been arrested for 10 years. Can I be a policeman now? Because how somebody that joins the police then becomes a murderer, like, it, 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 I don't get it. So that's the question. How do we make our police force safe for us to use, okay? I mean, if you went downstairs and every time you need to cook your food to eat yeah, and feed your family, okay, you would go to your, um, your oven and you could rely on it to cook your food. How about now, every time you go down to cook your food, there's a chance that this, uh, this cooker is going to blow up and kill you because it's already murdered a member of your family. But you've still got to use that cooker every day, Yeah. You still got to feed your family with that cooker, knowing that that cooker is can kill you at any point in time when it shouldn't. This is how you should feel about the police at the moment. And if you don't feel like that, and I'm glad you don't, but there are many people in societies that now will be thinking like that. And it's up to the police and the powers that be and us as a people to change this, okay? The police force... There's a saying, and I'm going to do something on anti-racism on the 21st of March. You can check it out on uh, Spotify, on the Lewis Street podcast. And we're going to be talking about the world family and is the world family racist? With the whole Harry and Meghan situation, Meghan, they went on uh, the Oprah Winfrey show and she revealed a lot of things that wasn't a surprise to me, but it seemed to... Um, well, it seemed to pee off um, Piers Morgan so much that he resigns from ITV, yeah? Um, what was it? They're called spot Little Brats, apparently, um, Harry and Meghan are. Um, and that's the air of sort of arrogance that you get when you get to a more uh, higher class or uh, upper class, as you say it. You know, to me, it's not so much racism, it's classism. And we have different classes of people because I have white friends, black friends, Asian friends, Indian friends, Bengali friends. I've got friends of all different cultures, yeah? And we're all trying to make reach the same goals, yeah? And yes, you have certain cultural racism here and there, but we're the same class. It seems like we have a class racism. And I will call it classism, but I will get into that and where I think that comes from and the history of that. On the 21st, on the Anti-Racism Day, um, UN Anti-Racism Day, I'll be covering that. Um, But yes, do you think that our police force, our institution that has to serve and protect the people that we phone when we're in trouble and want to feel safe, do you think it needs to be gutted? It needs to be rebuilt? What is the procedure to be a police officer this day where somebody can join the police force and within four years of being a police murder a woman? Like, like a few days after Women's International Day? Like, did he become a police officer because he wanted to get this woman? Like, because to me, like, it, like, ah, oh, it blows my mind. So... 
because it's bearing my mind, I'm going to leave it there. Um, and after the break, I'm going to be getting back to more happier things. I'm going to read my Mother's Day poem. I've got two versions, the Father's Day, Mother's Day poem version and the Mother's Day version. Um, you're listening to the Lewis Street Podcast with your host, Lewis Street. Catch you after the break. Hi guys, welcome back, my spiritual artist. Um, I'm your host, Louis Street, and you're listening to the Louis Street Podcast. Uh, so it's been a while since I've done my last show, but um, I was thinking that I'd rather just do one show that inspires me or others, um, where people are updated on new issues, and uh, then do one every week, you know, just listening to me own voice, basically. And I know you guys are all thankful for that. So happy Mother's Day to all the mums. Um, as as a father of a nine and fifteen year old girls, it's only been the last six months that I've truly understood how hard it is to raise a child on your own, especially girls. I mean, dads out there, oh gosh, uh, they're. Uh, there until you have to deal with all the issues that comes as a single parent your whole day every day is about making sure your child just gets to eating for me um school friends drugs sex gangs making sure they've got food wi-fi birthdays christmases and it goes on and on and on and it's just like at the end of the day you just want to collapse in your bed knowing that it all starts all over again tomorrow and if you have a child that you can't control then <sighs> so there's nights I don't even sleep okay so people out there just make Mother's Day a day to show you love them because whether you like it or not, yeah, right? Well, not whether you like it or not, just whether you like it or not, show them, yeah, that you appreciate them and you love them because so much goes on behind the scenes, the school, um, the forms, the people you have to deal with, all for your child, yeah? And, you know, sometimes it goes so under the radar. I was one of those fathers that popped in, two three times a week gave my child the greatest time ever and I was gone yeah and I thought you know what I'm a good dad yeah but listen when you actually are raising a child and you have to deal with all the stuff that needs to be done passports birth certificates um opening bank accounts mummy daddy I want this daddy I want that it's 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 exhausting it's exhausting so please yeah Please just give your mum and all your mothers out there the props that they deserve today, okay? I was going to read a poem, but go check out the Lewis Tree website on our Wix site, um, which is um, Lewis Tree, uh, Lewis Tree.com. Yeah, LewisTree.com. Go check that out or go to our Lewis Tree Facebook page. I have it there or join the WhatsApp group. Um, my poetry is all uploaded on there for Mother's Day because you ain't oh, you ain't got time to listen to me. Go and appreciate your mother. I am going to leave it there today. Um, don't forget, next 
Saturday or next Sunday. Next Saturday is the 21st, I believe. But on the 21st of March is the UN Anti-Racism Day. And my topic I'm choosing to pick apart is the Royal Family, Harry and Meghan. About the, the Royal Family as a, as the, in the colonial days and why we consider ourselves British and the whole history of that and where does this 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 arrogance of class and racism come from what why is there a need for this um i'm going to go through all of that all of that from my perspective okay i'm not telling you this is it i'm telling you from my perspective how i see it and should be we really be shocked by the behaviours or what we're hearing coming from Harry and Meghan regarding the royal family. So that will be on the UN Anti-Racism Day. That's March 21st. I want to say a big thank you to Shona for highlighting this out for me. Um, and again, the timing of all of this. I don't believe in coincidence, guys. And um, anti-racism days come up, and then we've got the royal family. Do we even... These are a couple of things I want you to think about. Do we even need a royal family anymore? Me, personally, I'm a loyalist. A royalist, sorry. A royalist. If I had to choose who to be loyal to, whether it be the royal family or parliament, you would think... I would pick parliament. Let's not get it right. I'll pick parliament, yeah? But there's something romantic or ingrained in my head to say that I would be a royalist and maybe I don't know maybe I believe in the leadership and if you have a good king or a good queen and appoint the right people then you'll have a utopia and we know we know is there such thing as a utopia probably not but I've all I think the royal family sort of sort of resides with people because of loyalty to be loyal okay the royal family is to be loyal okay and that's where the connection comes with me with the royal family because i see to be a royal member you've got to be loyal you've got to you know die for your king die for the queen go to war for the queen you know all for the country god save the queen and all that stuff yeah and it's the loyalty that connects us to the royal family. Take away that loyalty. What is the royal family to us? Take away your loyalty to your... And I've got two fingers in the hair. And I'm doing that sort of sarcastic two finger sign. Loyalty to your country. What is your country? You know? Um, these are all questions we're going to go over. And it's going to be a little hour episode, okay? So, you know, be prepared to listen to it. I'll, do it, I'll break it up into 20 minutes, okay? But I really want to get into the royal family. And are they racist? Or are they stuck in their ways? Are they just like our old nan and granddads back in the day? Yeah, well, not my nan and granddad. But I'm talking about old English nans and great our great nans back in them days. Is it just they, didn't, they don't know no better? Um, I think they had a brilliant opportunity with Megan joining the royal family to really transform themselves and become modern and to become relevant for this country and to take this country into a next phase, yeah? But it, it, it blew up. It blew up. And I'm going to pick apart why. I want to think, do we need a royal family? I know the Queen makes 
something like, well, when I say make, something like her trust or something, it's like £83 million a year or something, and then Prince Charles has got an estate that's revenue so much a year, millions a year and stuff like that, and it's all taxpayers' money. So, you know, what would happen to that money if we didn't have a royal family? Would it really come to us? Would it really do any difference? Are they the reason that money does come into this country? Um, through tourism, like, are they, is the Queen racist? You know, I know Philip is, <laughs> um, there's no denying that. And plus as well, what happened to Andrew? The last I heard, FBI was asking him to hand himself over to them for questioning. I haven't heard a peep from him. That's another thing to think about while we're talking about the whole royal family. But me, um, stuff like the uh, Princess Trust is a Prince Charles. That does great work, you know. And what's the other one? Um, community. Um, community. Something in the community. But it's a Prince Charles. Prince Charles is charity as well. Um, so. Business in the community, there you go, business in the community is another, does great work, actually works with them, you know, but is this all just, uh... well, you know what, we'll talk about this <laughs> next week, I'm so dying to get into this subject, but we'll talk about this next week, but today, have a happy Mother's Day, you've been listening to the Lewis Street Podcast with your host, Lewis Street, and I will see you next week.